Welcome to Melanated Stories, conversations led by yours truly, Beck Leinberger. Today, we will be getting free game from Anthony Williams. Welcome, Anthony. Thank you for having me. I'm definitely excited to be here. Uh, long time coming, great conversations on day to day, and now I'm happy to be having it on the platform, on your platform. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. So Anthony and I used to work together for those that are listening. And when I first met Anthony, I thought, wow, his spirit is so calm, which made me wonder, how was his childhood? Um, That's what I usually think when I meet people and their spirit is just so zen and it's a great vibe. Anthony, could you walk us through being the younger you? Yeah, so being a younger me, um, and just kind of in correlation to what you said about the common spirit, I think a lot of that comes from having four older brothers and just kind of sitting back and observing, especially as the youngest brother or the younger of the five. But that just comes from sitting back and observing and seeing things that they might have did that I liked or didn't like um, and just being able to wisely make those decisions. Um, so I think it just came from being observant um, and just kind of playing the cut, uh, so to say. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're the youngest. So what is the age gap between you and the oldest? Well, look, man, I believe 12 years. 12 years. 12 years. Uh, 12 years. So I'm sure you saw a lot of things. That's a that's a large age gap. 100, 100%. And to have brothers all throughout as well, and just where they're at, um, teenager, and just sitting back and watching. Um, and I think even my with my dad, he's, he was very, um, his soul was the same way as kind of you explained. Um, just a calm soul, and I think it comes from a loving spirit. I'm um, mm. trying to choose love. Um, I think sometimes we just react to a lot of things. It's easy, especially growing up in different environments. It's easy to just react mm-hmm. versus trying to thinking through and being like, "What is this really? Is this a test? Is this a challenge? Um, how I best can handle it?" So, definitely would say having that gap there, I was able to sit back and observe and then have the year to catch up mm. so, okay this is how this is how he did it and now as i'm growing and developing i can see what i want to do how i want to move wow so that is definitely a privilege that you mentioned because a lot of younger sib siblings they don't use that to their advantage you know or i don't hear the youngest um speaking of Oh, well, I would do this differently from my older sibling. So that's great. You know, we should use that to our advantage more. You know, I'm the youngest as well. And I definitely use that to my advantage. Um, And I think it's a great way to grow. 100%. I think, like you said, it's just outside of just being a sibling, like oldest or youngest, I think we just need to do that more every day as people. Like, if you're in a learning mind state, then you're good to go. Like, if you go out, like, I'm going to learn something today. I'm going to be observing and pay attention and kind of play the, just, what did I say, you have two ears and one mouth. Mm. So, just, if we did that, of course, we had the dynamic within our siblings and who we grow up to grow up with and that's who we're close to so those are the best examples mm-hmm. but also just other people we meet in life like i do it all the time like what can i learn from this person how can i get better mm-hmm. add it to myself versus having pride and being like i don't like how they doing that or mm-hmm. you know how i go or they think they better or this or that oh no i like how that's going let me see if you know what i mean mm-hmm. let me see what I, what I can learn from this person the same thing also what they can learn from me we all mm-hmm. come from different worlds so I think being having older siblings is one thing but just we gotta have a learning mindset mm-hmm. let's go out let's go out and talk to people we've never talked to and create relationships that is gonna help us all grow as people mm-hmm. 
So would you say the willingness to learn is key in resilience? I say it's key in resilience. Yeah, I definitely say, yeah, because it's every day is a learning. It's so much we don't know. There's, there's so much that we don't know. So I think within being resilient is definitely wanting to learn because it's a it's a journey. Mm-hmm. We always want to get places fast, like especially as time goes on to that technology has grown, the year ends, 2022, it's like, I want it now, I want it now. But a lot of stuff, you got to put that thing in the oven. I'm going to tell you, it's like, you see it in reference to chef shows or just cooking shows, Certain things, they let it marinate for six days. Mm. How it's going to taste. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like certain stuff, we have to let it grow, let it develop. So learn. Go out and learn every day. And it's okay. It's not a failure. It's not. It's a lesson. It's not a loss. It's a lesson. So I learn. Okay. I can do it different this way. Okay. Now I'm going to do it different this way. Or this is what I can implement from what I learned from this person. And that all goes into being resilient. It's not giving up and knowing it's a journey. Knowing I don't know everything, but I'm willing to learn. Mm. Wow. So letting it marinate. I'm sure a lot of the children that you train could use that, you know, as part of their game. Being able to perfect or get better at a game. Um, So that's great free game. You know, like you said, with this, in regards to training, and that's something we talked about you know, outside of the, I mean, the podcast. But me getting back into basketball, I've been in, back in training. Um, I've been training for a little while here, but me actually playing again, I have to train myself, and that mm-hmm. looks like the same way. Be resilient, keep learning, keep growing, repetition, mm-hmm. and that, that's what's going to get you there. So. With the kids and even myself, since I started that plan, is that resilience and doing something over and over until it comes muscle memory. Yeah, so with teaching children, that's amazing to be able to walk the walk and not just talk it. You know, it's so easy to tell people to do something, but when you're actually putting that foot, that foot in front of the other to actually do it. It's amazing, and what better way to be a role model or a mentor to somebody when you're living it? I could, uh, that's a hundred percent. Like I, I said that when I first started training with Academy Athletics, it's a lot of different trainers. There's all kinds of trainers, but I said for myself, I want to walk it. I mm-hmm. want my kids to come in there. I'm high school and up to some college, even middle school more. So starting on middle school, up to some college kids. But I want you, I want, we're going to have to lace them up. Mm. That That's a part of it. Like, I want you to know, like, oh, yeah, my trainer is not a slouch. You're going to have to, they know when they, when they come in there with Coach Williams and they come in there with me, we're going to check it out. <laughs> like, Can we just have a sidebar really fast? I never understood, like, coaches and, like, gym teachers that were overweight because it's just, like, how do you expect me to run five laps? And it looks like you never ran in your life, you know? So. And, and no matter how no matter how we shape it up, that's what a lot of people's minds don't go to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, you, you walking me through this. You do it. Mm-hmm. And okay, and I do it. So now, now you're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, your both your ears opened up. Yes. And you're like, you might have one ear. Let me see. So basically, you're leading by example, and that is amazing. You know, we have experience managing at the same um, job. So I think one thing that we had in common is that we were able to manage well because of our willingness to talk the talk and walk the walk. And it's known that you're more likely to get someone to do what you need them to do if they can respect you and that you're willing to help pitch in 
in that you're leading the same, essentially like life or whatever that may look like as you're trying to get them to do or, you know, hop on the same bandwagon. Yeah. And leading by example, I think years of being in management, you hit it like you hit it right on the head. It prepared me for Academy athletics. But definitely did because of what you said. Like my team always respected me because I'm gonna get in and get my hands dirty. I'm not gonna be somebody who's just sitting in the office and um barking orders. Mm. I'm gonna come out and get dirty with my team, and it's always a we concept with me. I mm. am intent about saying we because I don't ever want there to be any isolation of I'm the leader and you guys are under me. Mm-hmm. if you fail and I'm failing and vice versa so I just always keep that even with the kids like we got it we have to do better they mm. could be missing sh- we better than that because mm-hmm. my job is to train and get you where you need to be so not just you it's us yes and no one and that's the the main thing no one wants to be or feel like they're alone at anything so whether you know they're training they don't want to feel like they're doing this alone. They want to feel like you're literally there step by step with their progress. And that's something that sets you aside as a trainer, I feel like. Yeah, and being patient. Oh. Being, being patient, like, like I said, it's a lot that we don't know. There's a lot that others don't know that we know. So when, when I'm training, it's like, you can't expect this person to be on the same level as you if you've been doing something, let's say, three years or let's say five years, and this is their first week. Yeah. Like, there's no way you can expect them to be as good, and a lot of people do that, and they don't show the patience. And then when you don't show the patience, the energy's gone. We talk about energy. It's off. Mm-hmm. Like, and people learn at a different pace. I learned, I learned that as well. Like, you could get one trainee come in and – they can start making jump shots and they can make the adjustments I need them to make in a day or two. And now they just got to do repetition versus somebody else. It might take weeks and weeks and weeks to break different habits. And I have to be patient within that. And I think that's very important in training as well. So do you feel like any player or do you feel like, let's say, a level of talent that a player has is worth giving up on? You say uh, the amount of talent a player has, is it worth giving up on? Yes. Like if they're not a good player, you're saying? Yes. No, no, because I think also, um, I guess I can say I'm the, got an old school philosophy with basketball, so it's like, you can impact the game in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. It's not just what we all think, oh, you scoring. You know what I mean? So there's players that I might have worked with that they might not need, never be the greatest scorer. We'll still work on different things so you can still have offense, but you might need to get a lot of rebounds. Mm. And and that's the key. You might have you might might not be the shooter on your team, but if you're getting a rebound and giving it back to the shooter you're playing a vital part. So, so these are the, I never give up on any talent because everybody's going to be different. It's like in life, everybody's purpose is different. Mm. Everybody's purpose is different. So you might not be the greatest shooter. You might not be the fastest, but there's something out here that you can do. And I'm going to make sure I get the best out of you. Wow. So this is like, I feel like you being a trainer is like a spiritual journey. And that's the thing I say, I can't really explain, like, oh, why are you different? It's just a bond and a connection and an energy. That's it. Like, there might be trainers who do this. I might do this better than a different trainer. But for me, it's a, it's a relationship. Mm. I, I love people. I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to win. If somebody has a goal, I'm their cheerleader. You could do that. You got to put the work in. 
So I think it's that for me of there's a lot of coaches who beat up on players and they don't get the results they want. I'm going to encourage you. Mm. When you go out with that confidence, that's going to take you a long way on top of the skill development. But you just walking out there like, yeah, my trainer told me I'm I'm that guy. Mm. Versus every time I miss a shot, they're yelling at me, and now I don't want to shoot. So it's the connection. Like you said, it's the relationship. It is a spiritual life. That's just what it is. I want the best for whoever I'm around. Yes, it's like growing a flower. You know, you don't put a flower in the dark and then tell it that it's not going to grow. You you have to water it. You have to speak to nurture it nicely, it. you know? <laughs> nurture it, yeah. You gotta nurture. You can't. Because you guys, and that, and not a lot of people know how to do that, I've learned. Just being honest, like, to walk a balance. Like, some people are like, what I say, they lay the hammer in the sense of I'm the boss, this is it, or I'm the trainer, I'm the coach, this is how it goes, period. And it's like, that's cool. And then you got people who might be too lax. But let's let's get to know you as a person and as a player. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'm going to get the best out of you. Because now I know what drives you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know what you don't like. I know it's okay. The whole relationship is different. Mm. And that's what I love. And that's why I was so excited about Academy Athletics. It's because you're a great mentor. You're a great leader. So outside of basketball, there's so many great things that children can learn from you to carry them in life. The orange object and a lot of kids across America love it. But it's also like just being able to deal with people and just being, being a nice person. <laughs> what? A nice person? No. We say, we say that all the time. <laughs> we talk. It's like, be a good person. Is that, is that so hard? Is that so hard? To, you know what I mean? To be a little selfless. Mm. Like, you know, imagine the world. Well, that's amazing because the world does need more of that. Um, we're talking so much about Academy. How can they find, how can they find you? So, yes, definitely. If you guys are interested um, with keeping up with the brand Academy athletics underscore one, is my Instagram. So you'll see like different training I have on there. You'll see different clients I've worked with and some of the drills um, that we do. Um, And it's a lot more that's going to be coming along with it. But it is Academy Athletics underscore one on my Instagram. Um, And then also my personal is young underscore handsome underscore talent. And on there, I still post a lot of content, a lot of just uplifting positive things trying to keep people going um and just trying to have people have their light shine every day whether that's on academy athletics or my personal pages i want everybody to have their light shine so that's definitely how they can keep up with academy athletics as well as myself all right that is amazing so anthony and i were on the wave of being a good person just be a good person things could be so much differently Um, But I know being a good person can be fearful for a lot of people. We lead in fear so much in life. And, you know, being afraid of someone being better than you. So with basketball and training, how or what advice, what free game would you give to someone that is afraid of their teammate being better than them? Or anyone in life being better than them. Yeah, I say, this is a saying I say when I'm going to play. And it's very, it's an extreme saying, but it gets me going. I want to crash. Mm. And people are like, what does that mean? When I go to the gym, I of course I want to have a good day playing. But I want to find somebody who is better than me or just as good. Because I know it's going to make me better. Mm. So that's, that's the mentality I tell a lot of the players to have, like, You'll see a lot of people like, oh, I want to be on this person's team because, like you said, they're fearful of getting embarrassed or I know if I'm with him, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Winning is great. 
But it's days I go in there and I don't win. I might go win five out of seven games. But another day, I might have only won three times, but I learned so much more. Mm-hmm. I learned so much more because I was challenged. And now, okay, now I got to revisit this and I got to get better at this. So go in there looking for the, the top competition. Go at that person and they might get the best of you. But now, even I played today, honestly, I felt like somebody got the best of me. I scored on him, he scored on me, but it was like, mm, I didn't, it didn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, after, afterwards, I shoot 150 shots. Like, this is me as a trainer. So if you're a kid who have aspirations of playing, you're going from middle school to high school, you're going from high school to college, or even from college to the NBA, you got to put in the work. You, somebody might play better than you that day. And that doesn't even mean they're better than you. That's what mm. I always say. They might get the best of you on that day. Mm. But no, the next time I see you, <laughs> you better. That's how I'm coming at it. So I want the kids to come at the same way. He got the best of me today. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But when I, and not just, I'm going to wait and then we're going to play. No, put the work in. Like, put up, I got up 150 shots today. Because when I mm-hmm. see you again, a hundred and fifty back to back. Like, how does that work? So, I have a lot of cone shooting drills that I run my clients through. A lot of it is just working on your form. I tell them. So, what I do is I'll go right up under the basket and just make sure I get it over the front of the rim, hitting nothing but net. Take a couple steps back, do that, shoot some free throws, and then we might work on some pull up jump shots. And this is all just count the makes. Okay. Count the makes. If it was, and sometimes I'm hard on myself. I won't count it if it's not all. If it's not enough. If it's not all net. Mm. So, okay, that went in, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a robot. Like with shooting, it's like it has to be the same way every time. So it's like even if it goes in, I'm like it didn't feel how it needed to. Mm-hmm. So just doing shooting at different places on the court. Like I said, running through cones. You won't leave the gym till you get 150 makes. Wow. wow. And it pays off. Like, when I was um, walking on to play Division Two basketball, I was getting up probably 300 a day, at least two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. And wow. it, it's the repetition. Mm-hmm. When you do anything, what they say, like 10,000 hours or something, I read before or something like that. But it's just... The more you do it, the better you're going to get. That's for anything. The more you do it, the better you're going to get. Wow. So practicing is the physical part. However, you mentioned a lot how you have to be self-reflective in order to, you know, not be afraid if someone is better than you. So self-reflecting is, I guess, great everywhere in every area of life. Every, like I said, it goes from the training to I want these kids and to apply this to their lives in real life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like learn this lesson from basketball and us coming in here putting in this work of you had a bad day today, but tomorrow I'm going to be better. Mm-hmm. And I wake up like that in life. This maybe didn't go right yesterday, but okay, I'm going to be intentional about making sure today that's better. I might slack off or fall off in another category, but this is going to be right today. Yes. And then whatever category wasn't right, you revisit that. And you just keep pushing along. But if you have a progressive mindset and you want to get better, you're going to get better. Yes. With, oh. the, with putting the work in. Put the work in. Yes, I love that. What are you saying? As far as I was reading The Biggest Hearts, have the most scars and I live on that now so I live on that as far as I'm gonna stand on my truth and my truth I'm here to love people and want the best for people grow within myself and liberate others Mm. and once I got that like I'm not afraid of being hurt a lot of people don't want to be nice we talk about being nice they don't because it's like oh people gonna walk all over me I'm not even saying be nice and get walked over, but I'm just saying as far as getting hurt, don't worry about it. You, mm. You're standing on your truth. That's it. I'm yeah. And my truth. Can we just be good or nice to others for ourselves? Like, 
you know, yeah. why do we have to be nice to someone and feel like we have to reap a benefit? Yeah, being definitely. nice to other people is like manifestation every single day. Period. Period. It was a. I tell you, I was at work. It was a guy, and he was just literally asking for me to say something to him, mm. and it was like I didn't give him the energy, and I knew him leaving. He lost. He knew he lost. Mm. You know what I mean? That's how mm-hmm. I knew he knew he lost. Yeah. He didn't gave, gave with you and act crazy. I'm not gonna do that. I just drunk my smoothie. I had my tea. <laughs> I ran two miles today. I'm. I love you. Yes, you took that L. Like I am. I love you. Yeah. I hope you have a better day than you're having now, sir. And I'm too good to engage in that behavior. Like I just can't. I'm on a different wavelength. Like I'm on a different Cause, level. Cause now your energy messed up. Yes. But he don't mess up. Some people he don't mess up your energy for the rest of the day. Mm. You don't even, you ain't gonna see this individual ever again. <laughs> and the rest of the day, your whole day is messed up now. It's dysregulated. Your whole nervous system. I won't give you that. Who are you to deserve that? To take my joy. Who? I love you. Uh, yeah. And I, being I, a I love you. being a basketball player, I'm sure that's something you have to learn, and you know, take with you everywhere you go. Every, just relax, man. So, so relax. Be nice, people. Everybody, simple. Yeah, someone cut me off in Whole Foods today, and she got out the car and looked at me like, yeah. I'm like, what? I, I'm okay. Like, yes, I haven't been too not to my hair. You know, like, I'm looking ultra melanated, you know. Yeah, ultra melanated. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you just can't take me there. And I hold the door for people now. Right, that's one of the ways I'm intentional about just being nice, putting good energy. Mm. Like speaking to somebody or holding the door and they don't respond before, I was like, that's why I don't hold the door for people. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. You know how it is, especially when you talk about melanated versus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but it, I switched this seven habits, talks about shifting your paradigm. And mm-hmm. I shifted my paradigm. It don't matter what nobody else do is how I react. So, okay, you might not have said nothing when I held the door for you, or you might have, whatever, just came across as if you had an attitude. But who am I not to do that again? You know what I mean? Yeah. The next person, that might have made their whole day. Yeah. I hold the door. So I do that now. Okay, this person might have, just, you know, the energy's off. But the next person I see, I'm make sure I'm intentional about, okay, I'm going to hold the door for them and Oh, I'm so, thank you so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. I would have missed out on bringing, making somebody happy or just having that interaction because of this last person. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have to move past. Move past things. It is, look, there is going to be actions. Things are going to happen. You can't control what other people do. How are you going to react? And you said it's shifting what? Shifting your paradigm. It's on a book I read, The Seven Habits of Highly uh, Successful People. Yeah, I think of highly successful people. Um, it talks about shifting your paradigm. A lot of the things that people go through or the position they're in is because how they see things. Mm. And a lot of times you're seeing the world from your eyes. But again, you only know so much. Mm-hmm. So you stuck in that. You can't even see anything else because you there's certain things you don't know. Shift your paradigm and you'll see it. If you see it, pick up somebody else's lens pretty much. You only see the world from the way you things have happened in your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the people around you and you can only see that inside that bubble. Step outside, step into somebody else's bubble, pick up their lens. Their lenses, excuse me, pick up their lenses. Mm-hmm. And that's just saying, you know I mean, not literally, but saying it. Okay, now I see things totally different. Your day is a little different. When I wake up, I used to say, man, I got to go to work. Mm. Mm-hmm. And now I wake up and say, I'm thankful that I'm able to go to work. Mm. And the day you plan to see before <sighs> you got out the bed, we, we plan to see before we even fully open our eyes. I have to get up today 
So what's your, what is the, what is your morning going to be like? What's the rest of your day going to be like? Mm. You wake up and say, I'm thankful I get to go to work today. It might not be where I want to be. You know what I mean? Because people have entrepreneurial spirits mm-hmm. or whatever it is. They might feel like, why am I doing this? This is not within my purpose. You go into that building for a reason. Mm. Wherever you work at, you go in there for a reason. Take the lesson out of it and then apply it to what you want to do later. You there for a reason. If it if it wasn't supposed to be that way, you wouldn't be there. Mm. I don't care where. It is. I hate this job. You might only be there for thirty days. You would look back and see what you probably why you were there for those thirty days. It's a reason. It might not come up till years later. But again, if it wasn't supposed to be that way, you wouldn't be there. So wake up with a positive attitude. Plant that seed early. Shift your paradigm. Or even with running, when I first got back into working out. I have to go to the gym today. I get to go to the gym today. Mm. It's different. When you say I get to go to the gym today, there's people who don't. You understand what I'm saying? I have a um. This is I can say I call her my grandmother, but I talk to her and she talks about that all the time. And she one thing she said to me, she's in a wheelchair. She's been in a wheelchair since I want to say she was like 13 years old. Oh gosh. Yeah. So her spirit's crazy though. So. She says to me, be, be thankful that you woke up today. She said, there's some people that's in the hospital right now. They got to wait for the nurse to come turn them over. Mm. And it was yeah. like, what I'm complaining about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this is from somebody in the wheelchair. Before growing, you know, I never understood the concept of people waking up mad or sad or angry but now i understand because it's what you speak what you speak on your life i literally yes what you manifest i wake up no matter you know no matter what and i sing to my children which is probably annoying to them um but i love i love that i woke up you know like i'm a morning person and i think Go ahead. Can I, I'm going to say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to say something about that morning person thing. Yeah, so I'm definitely a morning person. I've always considered myself a morning person, um, even from being a child, because it gave me another day to do better, just to be. And, you know, from almost dying, you know, a couple years ago, even more now, I literally, I wake up and I say, thank you, God, for allowing this day. Because you did not have to do it. And it's just people say, oh, well, when you have children, you look at life differently. And yes, that is true somewhat. However, I look at it differently because I want to be here. Not because X, Y, and Z. It's just that I want to be here. And I deserve to be here. So just looking at it from that perspective, no matter what's going on in your life, it's just like, thank you, God, for giving me another another day to have another opportunity to do something differently in my life. Whether it's good or it's bad, you know, it's learning. It's, a, it's all a learning lesson. Always. Yeah. It's always a lesson. It's always a lesson. Yeah. I said, I learn the most from when it's not good. Ah. That's, that's like I said, I'm, I learned the most from when, okay, this is a bad day. It's a bad day. How can I make sure tomorrow's better? I have to make sure. It's reflect, being reflective and reflecting on it is very important. You have to go. I go back so many different times and different instances where I'm like, why did, I'll break it down. Why did that happen? Mm. Okay. That's probably why that happened. I'm not sure. Only God knows, but. That's probably why that happened. Mm. And a lot of times I'm like, yeah, I doubt that's why that happened. And now this is how I'm going to make sure that this doesn't happen or this is how I'm going to adjust. Everything happens for a reason. It's an answer to everything. Yes. And so back to the morning person thing. Um, Yeah. I just, you know, everything happens for a reason. Clearly being able to wake up another day there's a reason that you woke up so why start your day off on a negative foot so being happy 
oh, I'm not a morning person. Oh, you know, like, I get it. No, let me me touch on it. Not to cut you off. Not to cut you off. No, you're good. At all. With all respect. But with that, this is only from my experiences. When I said, oh, I'm not a morning person. From my personal experiences, you need to go to bed. I'm being real, and I, some people don't say they have different things. Like I'm, I'm not talking about people who can't sleep at night for different medical. I'm not talking. I'm talking about just a normal person that you know what I mean doesn't have anything like that affecting them. Go to bed because I was never a morning person. Now I get up 4:30 and run, mm. and it's a thing of your body is going to tell you how much sleep you need. So mm-hmm. even with alarm clocks, I don't need an alarm clock anymore. Mm. I don't. Like, it's not a, oh, the long clock, oh, my body, you up, man. You've had enough sleep. Mm. Time to get up. And it's been amazing. So go to bed early. I don't know what time that is for each every person. Some people work different jobs as well, so I understand that. But if you can, what, not being on your phone, mm. not sitting up trying to watch another episode or something, and it's more so than just sleeping, I said, nothing is more important than my health, mental and physical. You can record a show on TV. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we got Hulu. We got, you got to watch that right now. You have to be on Instagram right now. You have to know your sleep is more important. Man. Once I had it, that was over. So I don't really buy that anymore. You know what I mean? I, I understand it, but it's, you can be a morning person if you go to bed. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> if you go to bed and if you want it to do better or want it to change for the better. Mm, yeah, that's the first step. Okay, Anthony, so a lot of this is centered around being able to accept and learn new things. So for those players that are out there and they are looking for a new trainer or they have a new trainer, what piece of advice you would you give them in order to um, accept new coaching or let a new method take influence over their game? Good question. Trust the process. Okay. Trust the process. And, of course, not all trainers are going to be good trainers. That's why I want to be honest with you, with Academy Athletics, every client I have or had, their first workout is going to be free. Oh, because wow. I want, to, I want to make sure it's a fit for myself and for you. Um, so I say to say, one, make sure you feel challenged. Make sure you feel challenged. You don't want it to feel like a breeze. It should feel like hard work. It should feel like, oh, this is hard. Do I want to go back some days? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, not every day, but you want a trainer to push you because that's going to bring the best out of you. And also, like I say, a respect thing. Um, and be open to new things, but as long as it's in a respectful manner. You know what I mean? It's, like I said, there's some people who are dictators. So be open to hard work. And make sure it's a respect level there that you're to come in and get trained and skill your game and then come in and help you do that. It needs to be a relationship, for me, anyway. But um, that's what I would say. Be open to new ideas and be open to doing things that you're not comfortable doing because that's what you're there for. Mm-hmm. If you're already a shooter, we're going to work on shooting drills, of course, but we're going to work on that thing that you, ah, this is just hard. I can't get this because you don't, maybe work on it as much as you should so now you've developed it over time if that makes sense so you have to be open to new drills to new methods um, to get you to that next level so one thing my partner talks about a lot is basketball IQ so Mm -hmm. is that something that you're able to uh, teach a hundred percent There's some people who have a high basketball IQ naturally, mm-hmm. but that's where, for me, that's where my name came from, Academy Athletics. Mm-hmm. Academy. Like, I'm coming here to teach you not more so. The athletics is, for me, in my head, is the skills and the skill development. The Academy is IQ. Mm-hmm. So I say this. This is my best example I can give somebody who's like IQ what is that just passing what is that it's 
playing chess, not checkers, as they say. So we'll say somebody the late great Kobe Bryant. If he's on, he's posting up, right? Mm-hmm. He might back you down pretty hard, maybe two hard dribbles, and then shoot his patented fadeaway, right? Mm-hmm. So now the next trip up the floor, same exact, he's in the same exact spot, same exact distance from the basket. So now a good player will, I'm going to intentionally, when I back you down, throw my, throw a little weight on you as I back you down, right? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more force than I did last time. Two hard bumps. First person reaction is, oh, oh I got to get up on him tighter. He's bumping me hard. They're going to want to battle back. Mm-hmm. So now you have them, they're on edge. So instead of shooting your fadeaway, you go to the fadeaway, but then you step through, step under them, because they're going to jump. Mm. So that's what I mean, IQ the dance, chess, like, I've, okay, I've done this move. He's probably going to be looking for me to do this, and I have this counter move to go to. So that's IQ. That's a part of the game as far as scoring for sure. Okay, I usually get to this spot. They're expecting me to go to that spot. I'm going to get to this spot and then do this. And he's not going to see that coming. (laughs) Wow. I never knew any of this went on. I usually. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's the thing. I'm not going to say. When you talk about those players who have IQ, it doesn't. And that's why I love training because. When I watch some of these kids, it doesn't go on. They're just running and shooting. He's going to go here, and I can pump it. He's going to jump, and now I got him. It's that. That's going to define the details of the, like I said, the academy part of academy athletics. Yeah, a lot of people, it looks like running and shooting, but the the good ones, the great ones, it's, like I said, it's a science. Yes. Michael Jordan, those people, um, even, even LeBron, Kevin Durant, like, it's a science to it. It's not just I go out there and dribble and shoot. It's yeah. A science and that's what I noticed from watching a billion basketball games now um, because of going to games with my partner is that all of the great and really, really good players, they, it's not about the necessarily like how the skill is more about like their mind. If that makes sense. Like their IQ, I guess you would say. Because it's very calculated. You can't just be out there doing whatever, basically. Um, so I, I kind of like basketball now. And we go to <laughs> we go to a lot of games. Um, I mainly go for the dancers, the fashion, and the music. <laughs> um, so speaking of music, who was your favorite artist? It could be... Um, R and B, rap, trap. Mm-hmm. I like different categories. I listen to a lot of music, so I'm gonna take you somewhere. All right. As far as R and B and neo soul and all of that, I can't say I have a favorite artist because I'm constantly probably once a week on Spotify searching for new music. So it'd be mm-hmm. artists that I listen to more artists than I do like projects right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm always discovering the music. So within that genre, R&B and that, I can't say I have a favorite. Of course, I like all the legends. I feel like, being honest, my, like, Confession is one of my favorite albums. I think that's a go-to album. Confession by Usher was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I like projects. But yeah, right now I'm just listening to something that, like, I'll give you a couple of artists. St. Panther. Tough. I like her right now. Oh, how to tap in. I like Charlotte Day Wilson. I like her. I like, um, I said I like her. I like her too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ari. I Ari. I've been like Ari. Do you remember when we were, um, working together and I was playing Ari and you were like, you listen to Ari? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And you're like, oh, you're different. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Ari. That's when Ari first started scratching the surface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were bumping Ari. They bought the new Ari. It was cool. Like, it's cool. Um, as far as hip hop, growing up, being growing up in New York until what? 13 
I listen to a lot of like lyrical. So my favorite all time artist is Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, and I say that when we talk about learning, mm-hmm. like it's funny. I watched the interview with Nipsey Hussle. And he was saying that as far as the same way I look at it, like. If you, he said in the interview, if you didn't have like a father figure or different things like that, you could look to some of these artists, the ones who are lyrical and kind of got some sense about them, and you find a kind of some kind of path. I ain't gonna say it's the perfect path, but it, it's like a structure of guidance, and it's like he was right. Mm. You learn a lot from somebody who came from probably your same thing and kind of made it to some level of success. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's the consciousness of uh, Jay-Z. And then I love just how he be talking on songs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to say, like, as far as he has corporate ties and corporate investments and things, but how he still talks to corporate. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I own, like, y'all are my partner. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all don't own me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so that's that's the part in the meeting. Free game, like what's freer than that that you can go into and just talk how you want at these meetings. And ain't nothing and you can't take no money from me. Because mm. I I'm an owner. Yeah, and to be able to express express yourself and be free within the way uh-huh. that you look, you know? Of course I, it's probably some stuff he still can't say because of his ties and corporate, but for the most part Especially with him being a hip hop artist, I was just rapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but he can say, "Yeah, I don't like this," and oh well, too bad if you don't like it. Yeah, so, that's a privilege, and that's amazing. Yeah, you know, I don't have to depend on you. Like I said, of course, you have partnerships and things like that. But overall, I don't have to depend on somebody to pay me a check. Mm. Mm-hmm. So now. I'm also depending on me to pay somebody. Yeah, and I feel like everyone um, is searching to be free. And really, for me, freedom is just being myself. So mm-hmm. we're just searching for who we are. And that's true freedom. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I think we were talking about this yesterday, his hair. Jay-Z's hair now. They're free form locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, that's a huge sign yeah. of freedom. You said it in the song too. Let me say, I gotta get it. I'm a, like how I quote books, I quote lyrics too, because that's how deep it is. Yeah. Up. You have to. Carefree, carefree. Y'all ain't near free. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Y'all ain't near free. Y'all know near. Yeah. Y'all know near. <laughs> <laughs> Know. They know it. Carefree, <laughs> carefree, y'all ain't there free. Uh, yeah, and that's—I feel like that's what's missing in music. You know, with the um, newer artists, it's just this music doesn't truly make you think. No, Not all yeah. of it, but most of it doesn't make you think. It's a bop. That's it, and like I said, I love the bops. I ain't gonna lie. Oh yeah, bops. I love the bops, but. I say this too, too much, I ain't gonna name no names or slander no art, but too much such and such and too much such and such. I don't want to be listening to the same rhythmic pattern <laughs> for 14 songs. I don't. Give me something sounding a little different. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the same song. Right. <laughs> Saying the same thing. Like, I, I can't. No, but this is one song. <laughs> right. Nah, brother. Give me something else. So yeah, it's definitely different now. Especially when I go to Atlanta, I, I used to live in Atlanta, as y'all don't know. So when I go to Atlanta, I really get in my my trap bag. Mm. Mm-hmm. So favorite yeah. trap artist? Favorite trap artist? I'm about to break it down to sections. <laughs> I break it down to sections because it's like, so when you first say trap rapper, me and my homeboy talk about this a lot of times. Originally, you're gonna think the Gucci's mm-hmm. and the Ti's. And Jeezy, that's what first that was the first trap. You know what I mean? So if I had to say I like all of them, I used to listen to Jeezy too. Um but now today's trap I can't say I got a favorite because like I said, I'll pick like three or four songs mm-hmm. that I like and I'll be like, that's enough from them. 
I like some. I like Money Bag Yo. Mm. I like. I like Kevin Gates. Oh, um, yeah. I like. I like Lil Baby. I think he, um, especially for the new generation, he tries to bring lyrics to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that, Lil Baby. Um, who else? I know. Lil Baby. I gotta say, Lil Baby, because he's from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta say. Yeah, I don't know if he considered a trap, but I gotta say, just because he's from Charlotte. Um, I think that's really it right now. Trap rap with if I'm probably Gates, Moneybag, who I'm like, okay, I'll listen to their projects. Like, Lil Baby. Yeah, that's the three right there. When I was in the A, though, I was heavy. Pee Wee Longway. Yeah, people ain't gonna know about that. Pee Wee Longway. Um, who else I was about to Of course, um, I okay, I can't leave. I'm bugging future. Oh future. yeah. He's like he's the pioneer, I feel like. Like yeah, nah, for the new wave. For the new wave. I can't, I can't lie. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just future. Uh, yeah, that's one of them ones. Yeah, you have to gates and um future. Um he he really, he knew I like young But yeah, the top ones I'll say trap rappers, we're gonna say future and we're gonna just say gates and that's two different mm-hmm. lanes, but that, that's how I'm on it. Future and Gates. So, <clears throat> I told you before, if you guys are just tuning in, I go to basketball games for the fashion, the music, and the dancers. So, <laughs> so fashion. So, Anthony, I'm putting you on the spot right now. We good. We good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so. Fashion's already for the question. We love fashion here. And. A lot of people are like, oh, now it's like a trend to have like um, high fashion. That's in. Yeah, yeah, 100%. However, I like a good old budget. So, yeah. you know, if you're going somewhere, if you're going to an NBA game uh-huh. and you need an outfit under, including the shoes, under $100, what two stores are you going to? Under $100. And. Including shoes. Uh, what did you say? Including with shoes, you said. Yes. Mm, let me see. Mm. Or it let's can be more one. than two stores. It can be more than two. Yeah, let's say. I'm going to go. I'm going to pop into one of the, you know I mean, TJ Maxx type. Mm. Ross, you know what I mean? If I'm trying to keep it on the 100 for sure. Um. I ain't gonna hold you. Cause this is what I'm thinking. Under 100, I'm probably gonna pull out a little graphic. Mm-hmm. I love, like, know me, I love a graphic, hoodie, graphic shirt. That's, yeah. Uh, so I'll probably go try to grab a graphic out of one of those spots. Maybe even, I ain't gonna hold you. Target be having some high graphics. Yes. I go in there, try to catch a good graphic. I'm gonna check out pants in all them places too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so a graphic from one of those stores is like ten dollars. You feel me? Yeah. Good. We, I got one piece of the fit. Yeah. Then I, I got ninety beans left. Ninety. Uh, and then I probably get some pants out of one of those spots too. Maybe something like twenty twenty five dollars, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe thirty five forty dollars, and then shoes. I might dress it up because if we talking about sneakers, gonna run you nowadays. You know what I mean? So, yes. I'll say I'll get the pants is going to be more of a sleek look, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? more so the jeans, even though you can still do jeans. And then I'll go, I ain't been in one of these in a minute, but I'm happy I thought of it. A shoe, the look, a little shoe department join the mall. This is why I tell, tell people with loafers and stuff, like, of course, you still can get Gucci loafers and Louis loafers and all that. But you'll get some good, hard bottom shoes that. People ain't really into it like how sneakers are. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, those ain't Jordans. Those ain't this. They loafers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. So, like, you know what I mean? Which I don't really care either way, but I'm just saying for those who do, like, oh, I don't want this loafers. You can't be like, oh, those are not such and such loafers. <laughs> right. Like, they loafers. So you go in there and get you 30 to $60 kicks. Like, who is truly hating on loafers? 
you can't. And I'm going to get some, you know what I mean? They're going to be clean. Um, and then, okay, and then we did, I'm probably going to cuff the pants, you know what I mean? If it's something, I'm going to put the ankles out. Not the ankles. Okay. I'll put the ankles out if it's too warm out, baby. <laughs> so I'll put the ankles, yeah. So that's why I'm at. I think that's going to be the fair little graphic. I don't know like exactly what pants, but it's going to be some like sleek kind of dressy pants and then probably, even if not some loafers, some, some clean brown, you know what I mean? Some clean, you know, so even if it's winter, I might, I'm going to have some what I call fun socks on. Mm. Okay, so that, that's my under 100 right there. Under you heard it here first. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I love it, I love it, I love it. You don't have to be rich to feel good about yourself. Or to feel like you look great. So. Yeah, so uh, let me get some free game real quick while we on that. Yes. And this came from a woman. came from our mother. She said, a nice, a nice watch, which don't mean expensive, a nice watch and smell good. Mm. A nice watch and smell good. Very important. Fit is, fit is important. The feet is important, too. I mean, like I said, whether it's loafers or a good pair of sneakers, the sneakers is important. But a watch, especially, I mean, we talking about us, you know what I mean? That's important. Mm-hmm. Your, your fit might not even be stupid crazy. It might be just you chilling today. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Somebody walk by and be like, oh, yeah, he smell good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. A nice one. As my mother told me, nice watch and smell good. Get you, get you a long way, sorry. Yes, and it's always important to have staple pieces in your wardrobe. So, like, a nice watch. Like, that can make any outfit look completely different than what it is. It's And that's where, like, we talking about fashion. Where you get, everybody knows who tapped in. But, like, for those who try, oh, I want to switch it up. I want to do something different. You hit it on the head. Add pieces to your outfit. Mm. Like, you might have, like I said, okay, the simple, we're talking about the graphic and the pants and then some loafers on the 100. And then, okay, if we're going a little bit over, however we want to play it, I'm going to get some bracelets. Mm-hmm. So I might get a brown bracelet to match the brown look. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just different things. Add the accessories to it. Add what you can. If we're summertime, you know, I'm sunglasses. I'm sunglasses down. Yeah. <laughs> It pop in the summer, you know. Mm-hmm. So, that's like you said, getting little staples that you can add to it. That was that was spot on. Even if you get a graphic, you might throw a jean jacket over it, or you might throw a flannel over it. Like, even um, I get a good graphic. I might get a solid jean or denim jacket, and then I, no, I might tuck the shirt in. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's it's different flavors that you could do. Versus just wear this with this. Add something to it. Yes, and we all know that self-expression is the number one form of freedom. Being able to express yourself. So, how can we find you? Could you tell people that are just now tapping in? How can we find you? So, as far as if you guys are looking to get um, any training or anything like that, looking for... Like I said, Academy Athletics is definitely the, the place to be as far as skill development as well as having an IQ and thinking the game. So that's Academy Athletics underscore one um, as far as how you can keep up with my training. And if you were looking to get training sessions for somebody you know or even for yourself, and then my personal page is young underscore handsome underscore talented. Um, and like I said, it's still a lot of me just posting content as far as just positivity and trying to keep people happy have them have a good day so that's how everybody can keep up with me all right perfect so what would be one last piece of free game you would give people that are listening last piece of free game is keep going Hmm. keep going it's gonna if it let's say anything worth having worth fighting for so Whatever you're trying to accomplish, whether that's basketball, whether that's music, whether that's lawyer, whether it's doctor, you're going to have tough days. Being in school, I've seen the nurses pulling their hair out, and they got 106 page coming out the printer. Mm. You're gonna, it's going to be a process, so just keep going. 
and learn each day. Okay, this happened. This was messed up. I'll learn from that. Get better from it. So I just say keep going to everybody. Chase your dreams. And don't be around people who quick to shoot your dream down. Mm. Or put put their fears on you. Or come with you with negative energy. You gotta... Everybody can't go. Everybody, everybody can't can, go. Everybody can't go. This journey here is gonna be... It's, it's beautiful. Mm. Some people have to get weeded out. Mm. Some people that might not have been close friends. They might be close friends. They might be family. But... You got the pen to your book. You go, You got to write that. So just keep going. Yes. Thank you so much, Anthony. Being my first special guest, I really appreciate you. Again, I appreciate being the first guest. And like I said, it's just exciting to see things manifest. That's the best thing. Like we talked about plant, being planted. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for listening to Melanated Stories. And remember, living in the moment eliminates the fears of tomorrow.